It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Stuart Vonney. I'm Martha McCallum. I'm Jason Chaffetz, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. I'm Trey Inkst. The media watchdog group Honest Reporting has a new report out about the coverage of hate crimes against Jews. Think about how do you deal with hate crimes. There's police, there's the FBI, there, there's policy. But sometimes just talking about it and, and talking about it in the right manner really does make a difference. And the, the facts and the figures show this. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. 58% of religiously motivated hate crimes in the United States are targeting Jews. Last month, a rabbi and members of a Texas synagogue were held hostage by a gunman. Numerous viral videos over the past several years show anti-Semitism in the streets of America. A new study, though, released by a watchdog group, says these crimes get significantly less attention. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. We put together a report here at Honest Reporting uh, where we took the hate crimes against the various groups that are tracked by the FBI and then compare those numbers against the amount of news coverage that is being given to each of those hate crimes. For more on this story, this is Daniel Pomerantz, the CEO of Honest Reporting. And we were able to distinguish a, a number for, for each uh, various group. So for example, hate crimes against Jews receive on average about 1.5 news articles per incident. Hate crimes against Muslims receive over six articles per incident. And we saw throughout there's a tremendous disparity in the way hate crimes are covered. Jews uh, are the victims of more hate crimes than any other group in the United States per capita by a huge margin, and yet are among the least covered of any group. Uh, Asian Americans uh, are also very underreported and crimes against Asian Americans, while not as high as Jews, are moving higher at an alarming rate and are now about double what they were just a couple years ago. On the other hand, uh, hate crimes against Muslims over the past three years have actually begun decreasing, which is an encouraging sign. And we see that this enormous media spotlight on that seems to be having an effect. Now, correlation doesn't mean causation and probably more research is needed to, do to, 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 to be done to see if there are other factors. But we see this pattern over and over again that when the media shines a spotlight, hate crimes start to reduce. And when the media neglects or downplays crimes against any group, those vulnerable groups end up suffering even more. And I know at Honest Reporting, you're looking at a variety of topics and media coverage. I want to talk about some of the recent events that we've seen against Jews in the United States. I mean, there's a variety of viral videos where you see Jews, a lot of them taking place in New York City, being targeted, simply just walking down the street. Uh, but we've also seen even more violent crimes against Jews in the United States, such as last month, there was this hostage situation at a synagogue in Texas. In terms of the language that is used around reporting on these topics, what are you looking at and what have you seen in terms of trends about the, the focus on these attacks and the role of, of covering them? Well, we tend to see more coverage when the attack can be pinned on some far right wing group or a neo-Nazi group. 
but we tend to see less coverage when someone uh, makes the claim that this is a criticism of Israeli policies. Now, of course, when you take a synagogue hostage or beat someone or uh, in some cases kill someone, that is neither uh, criticism nor is it, does it have anything to do uh, with Israel. So that language is incorrectly framing what's happening. And when would-be perpetrators see that these kind of crimes are allowed to, uh, to occur without a spotlight being shown on them, they tend to feel encouraged to do it even more. And we see this trend occurring over and over. You know, a recent example is uh, the whole Whoopi Goldberg debacle. I mean, I don't think she's the cause of these sorts of things, but I think that what she said is a symptom. It's this idea that hate crimes against certain groups kind of don't count, or that racism against certain groups doesn't even count as racism. And that sort of idea, that sort of framing, puts the most vulnerable among us in danger. And as I was saying before, it's not just Jews, it's affecting Asian Americans, also LGBTQ communities, and Americans with disabilities are among the greatest victims of this incorrect framing of the importance of, uh, of shining a spotlight on hate crimes against all groups. What was the inspiration behind this study and this report, gathering this information? I mean, you have the numbers there, and as you mentioned, it it's a variety of minority groups in the United States who are targeted and the victims of hate crimes. So shining a spotlight on this issue and the need for extensive coverage, what was your, what was your thought process on, on conducting this research? You know, we were starting to write an article on un an unrelated topic, and it occurred to us we needed to know a little bit more about hate crimes and how much they were covered uh, against Jews. And as soon as we, uh, we started pulling the data, we realized that there was the beginnings of a pattern. So we said, you know what, let's go and examine this for a variety of other groups and see if the pattern holds across different groups. And by the way, the study is available on our, on our homepage at honestreporting.com if anyone wants to look at, at all the details and methodologies. And this, what emerged from this was this pattern and also this idea that we have an opportunity here that, you know, we think about how do you deal with hate crimes? There's police, there's the FBI, there, there's policy, but sometimes just talking about it and, and talking about it in the right manner really does make a difference. And the, the facts and the figures show this. So we as Americans have an opportunity to make the world a better place for all of the most vulnerable groups in America. But we also have a great responsibility because if we do this wrong, we could end up putting Americans in, in greater danger. Uh, I'll tell you a story. Uh, when my grandparents first came to uh, the United States, they, uh, they had survived the Holocaust and uh, where they had been persecuted for their race. And uh, they were greeted in America by signs that said, no dogs, blacks, or Jews allowed. And that was a common thing, even in places like New York City and Chicago, even in, in the 20th century. And America was a wonderful country for them despite that. They were able to build a modest but good life. They had survived all the isms, communism, socialism, fascism, Nazism. And they came to America, and even with all of that racism, they were able to build something that they could never have built in the places where they came from. America really is a wonderful country and Americans now have an opportunity and a responsibility to make sure that America fulfills its promise and its dream for everybody in America. You've been listening to Daniel Pomerantz, the CEO of Honest Reporting. We'll be right back. You mentioned Whoopi Goldberg and this was 
a headline that took over the news. She was suspended from The View for two weeks. But I think it raises an important question about the role of education in learning about anti-Semitism, these hate crimes, and some of the research that you're doing on a daily basis. What role does education play in making sure that people are informed, but also accurately informed about what's taking place and, and the historical context that is involved? Education plays a tremendously important role and and also the daily news uh, information that we see. You know, the edu- you might get a class in school, it can give you some background. But when you're hearing about hate crimes occurring on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, you start developing an intuition for how often this is happening. And when you're not hearing about it on a frequent basis, you could start developing a sense that maybe this isn't happening at all. So I would say that part of education is also the ongoing education that we do in, in the media. I heard one quote where somebody said that uh, as, a, as a, a part of Whoopi Goldberg's apology, millions of Americans learned more about the Holocaust in two minutes than they ever had in school. So we need to be teaching in school, not just about hate crimes against Jews, but against all vulnerable groups. And we need to continue teaching about it on a regular basis in our news reports, not just that an event occurred, but the context within which it occurred. I think my last question has to do with the international lens on this issue. Obviously, we've seen these hate crimes in the United States and Jews being targeted, but there's also this language being used abroad. And I talked about it a little bit on the podcast recently with uh, the former ambassador to the United Nations, uh, Danny Danone, and he basically talked about how the fact there are countries like Iran who are teaching their people broadly that the Holocaust didn't happen in the context that people are talking about. And, and it's just false information that the Iranians are saying about the Holocaust, about the state of Israel, and about Jews around the world. What role does reporting play in ensuring that people around the world understand the Holocaust, what has happened to, to Jews in the past, but also what's happening to Jews now around the world? Yeah, you know, the next uh, study that we're going to be doing is one covering these same issues throughout Europe and other countries in the world. In America, we sometimes neglect to teach, but there are countries in the world that actively, outrightly teach racism. And in in the case of Iran, it's against Jews and also against uh, Americans. Um, The Palestinian Authority government has has a highly uh, racist curriculum that, that the UN has recently begun finally criticizing. This stands in the way of peace. You know, peace doesn't happen at the level of politicians and diplomats. It, it, it concludes there, but it begins in the minds and hearts of people. And if we prepare people for peace with the right information and context and background and an understanding of, of the pain that different vulnerable groups have suffered, we really can bring about greater peace in the world. But we have a grave responsibility because when we fail in that or when we allow other countries and governments to fail in that or teach the opposite of that, it makes peace, peace both farther and potentially even impossible. The news media, even in this age of social media, uh, where some people say that maybe the news is less important, I disagree. I think that the news media still enjoys a great deal of credibility and has a tremendously vital role to play in shaping the world that we live in. I agree. Uh, the media across the world, extremely important in the role that they are playing to shine light in dark places. Uh, Daniel Pomerantz, the CEO of Honest Reporting, joining us today on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Daniel, thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Trey. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.